Here we discuss introspection, being, development, and all the good stuff. Creation and form. This is the topic of discussion today. Creation being what initially is inspired, what is conceived, what sprouts forth. And form is taking that which sprouts forth and forming it in a different direction or in a dedicated direction or whatever type of form you choose. Now, these two concepts of creation and form is a frame, a purview, a, a lens of which to see the world. Now, it is a little convoluted in its aspect of being a generality. And I was warned when we were discussing, let's say, the four elements, you know, the fire, water, earth, and air. It's also a generality, and it's important to note because it doesn't speak to every regard. And it's, it's by one narrative, but not all narratives. It's one story. Like, um, I heard uh, someone speak on a podcast, and they were proving that narratives are wrong. Sorry to digest for a second. They were proving that narratives were wrong, and their proof was that someone could be deeply in love in the, in the deepest intimate relationship of their life, and truly happy in that space, and finally getting their turn at life and they could walk out of their house and get hit by a bus right and their proof obviously is that that narrative structure of you know life finally getting to them is not being met or it's being met wrongly proving that somehow because a narrative fails somehow all narratives are wrong. Well, first of all, the irony is that that in itself, that argumentation is a narrative. Why is that? Because, well, why do you care about their failure of narrative? If not for your own narrative, about failure of narrative. Which has a high, a low, meaning... <clears throat> <clears throat> at one point, sorry, at one point you cared about narrative because you cared about this soon to be uh, in this great romantic relationship and you, you were following it and by you caring about that narrative, you were disrupted by the fact that this narrative could fail. So you care about narrative. It's the high point of the story. It failed. It's the low point. And we're in discussion, which is a possible conclusion of that narrative. We don't know where it'll end up. It's it's in midst of a narrative. Well, anyway, I don't know how we got to this, but this person was claiming such and such, and the argumentation I would say is that yeah, narratives hit head on. You know, the week goes right through the day, and the day goes right through the week. Is it the sun rising or is it the week ending? They're conflict, they're contradictory, right? 
the beginning of the week is the beginning. The middle is the middle. The end is the end. The sun rising is the beginning of the day. So the sun is rising, but it's the end of the week. So is it the end of the week? Is it the end or the beginning of a story? Isn't that confusing? But the truth is that narratives are not bound. They're not perfect. And they there's so many stories that are you know, contradictory and hitting and fighting and so on and so forth. So that being the case, creation and form, forming that creation is a generality which which in in my terms right now is a narrative, meaning it's it's one narrative of the way to see the world. Although I wouldn't suggest to see everything like this because then your life becomes shallow because you, if you see one narrative amongst the whole life, you know, you do hear this amongst victims, some actual victims and some victimizing themselves. It's hard to differentiate. That's what makes it a difficulty and the opportunity to victimize themselves. Well, anyway, the victims, that victim narrative is just simple and it's boring. It's just, yeah, victimize, okay, nothing new. It's, it's one narrative. And they're sticking by it, which is so terrible to stick by one narrative. There's so much color to life. There's the blue, red, and purple. Why don't they see that narrative? There's the art. There's the abstract. There's the beauty. There's the fear. There's so many levels. There's so many possibilities. And yet they choose and are stubborn in one narrative. That's troublesome. Well, anyway... This is a generality, so I warn you. A narrative, completely general, but it's something to add on to the bundle of um, purviews of life that will hopefully enhance your life. I'll explain why. Well, conceiving. What is conceiving? A builder conceives um, a structure, right? But does a builder conceive a structure? Isn't it the visionaries? Isn't it the architect? Well, is it the architect? Or is it, you know, a group of people way before the preliminary plans were drawn up that envisioned the building? Or was it that? Maybe it was the need. There was a need for a building. There was a demand. So it was the people it was the institutions it was the it was the corporations that created the demand of which these people envision but is it the people maybe it's the it's the reason that they have a demand for this building which is um exponential amount of reasons well i'm just proving that conception could could be looked at in every different scale but in the regards to the builder right they're conceiving the building and they are forming the building right you build the structure the the mainframe you build the interior this is all conception 
but then you have an interior designer and then you have you have the color and you're having the form that comes out and then you know 10 years along in this constructed building there's there's a reforming of that building almost as if it's new although it's the same building it's reformed it's repurposed notice the word purpose it's repurposed it's almost as if form could manipulate its original purpose and turn it into a new conception entirely and there's argumentation that form could you could form something to a point where it's conceived anew how far that goes is questionable an idea is a conception you conceive of an idea from an array of ideas we don't know exactly how it's conceived but it's conceived then it's formulated right it's an idea you have an idea that helping the elderly is an important value it's an idea that you formulate it what what is elderly why the elderly why me is it an intrusion and so on meaning you're formulating it to practicality to the implementation of that and then you could be living by that ideal and then at some point say well maybe the youth have a vibrancy that needs to be tended to or that i need focus in my day and if i focus allowing this distraction to disrupt my chain of thinking i'm harming my thought process and disrupting the natural flow which i find more important at the moment okay so now you are formulating that or disrupting it you could do this in any regard and obviously the highest regard of this is conception of a human being a child you conceive the child as one person annoyingly said that the man takes but a second to conceive but the woman has to be tiresome in the process but the conception is what a moment now the baby in the stomach of the mother that is moving from conception to form depending how you look at it if you're looking at it from a uh bird's eye view then the baby in the mother's stomach is still a form it's just being formulated and then only when the child starts growing up and you you teach it your values you teach it how to be human you give it love you you feed it you shine on it that's bringing form to the child or you could see it as the conception is the moment of intimacy and then every moment after is the form of that so the 9 months is form of that conception and then the child rearing is form of that conception meaning that's a higher conception a higher form of conception in the mother's stomach but then at some point you got to say this is just a being this is a child now once it's a child you don't let it go because you've created something now let it off into the wild you you recognize that it's not fully built yet it requires tenderly care and if you hold that care back the child will be messed up whether you've created a a diamond it will just 
it will disrupt the the growth which will disable the ability of that conception to be formalized and be enjoyed similar to a building that the the vision was there the conception was there but just it didn't get the interior work it just it stopped it's a skeleton it almost looks like a graveyard it's just gone it's potential mist so then you formulate and you child rear and then at some point the child becomes an adult and now no longer do they need rearing because they are their own beings now this this process of being an adult is important and I'll explain why because you can either create conceive a human being or you can create yourself now what preposterous idea is that of creating yourself? Well, look at the child. The child needs formulation from the parents. It cannot form itself. It's too fragile to bring love to itself, right? But an adult could bring love to themselves. For if an adult feels lack of love or loneliness, it could seek companionship. It doesn't require someone to intervene. So the adult could create their own beings by formulating it. Now, I did mention that adults can create themselves. Human beings can create themselves anew. Well, you could formulate to a point you can develop and transcend your own beings that almost as if you were not bound to the original seed that you were planted with. You're just a new creation. It's like your friends don't recognize you. You're just new. And then you could propagate that creation form process forward to create human beings again. Well, this process isn't anything. It's in work. It's creating the company that you desire. And then it's formulating the company. You know, like the high-tech companies these days. The startups are amazing at conception. Almost unparalleled in previous companies, previous decades of conception, like the ideas, the ingenious that's embroiled within it is, is just amazing. You know, take a classic company like Coca-Cola. It's, it's built on, you know, just this structure beverage it's very it's very cut and dry but take a company like you know uber where it's it's taking a technology like revolutionizing the taxi industry and so on so it's just a better conception their problem is usually in their form they create it it's great but then they have a problem maintaining it it doesn't they don't know how to bring such energy. The energy that started the company is, is lost and as dry as any energy is to create something. And they don't have the oomph within them to form it better or change it up to a point where, you know, the turnover rate is, is very high for modern day companies. So they're getting one thing right, but they're failing on another. They're, they're creating children, but they're not raising them. They're not giving them the necessary nutrients. 
Although as there's nothing, you know, the comparison between child rearing and conception and intimacy in the realm of romance, like there's nothing romantic about changing a diaper. There's nothing romantic about, you know, dealing with the babble and the the mischievous nature of a child. It's not romantic, it's not loving, it's not it's not sweet to anybody. Although people might romanticize it, the day-to-day is it's a grind. As opposed to intimacy, there's far few people that find intimacy to be something cheap and boring. It's, it's heightened, it's beautiful, it's sensual. Conception is always that way. And the rule of thumb is that the reason that form, forming a child is more difficult and uninteresting compared to intimacy is because that is because that it's it's already there it's similar to the startup company it's already there so what do i have to offer to something that's already there and the the foolishness of this the 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 lack of awareness is that there's much to offer everything you offer the child is being received tenfold you are like an entire society to the child. Every move you make is is reverberating with echoes in their minds. And same with company. And same with any conception. It's the lack of awareness of the potential in the form. It's like, no, conceiving is not enough. You conceive and neglect. And you created a, a terrible burden on society. You conceive and form and form that child, child rear it especially well, this child can produce the next revolution of goodness for society. That being the case, it's the lack of appreciation of that form. And you'll never get to the place where changing a diaper is as special as conception. Because it ain't. But you can get to a place where it's it's in high regard. It's not a job, but a a powerhouse of human experience and expression. For those more sensual, it's it's, it's the greatest expression expression to formulate something like a human being. That lives on more than anything else. So you got conception. Then you got form. And you could see the world. You could see your tasks as such. I'll give you multiple examples. Let's say you... uh, Let's go easy. Let's start with art. Is buying the, the supplies for an art project or an art display... Is buying those creation? Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. It's definitely not like drawing art, like painting art. That is conception. But let's say once you're done the art project or 
it's it's staying in your attic and you choose to allow the world to have a gander at it and possibly pay and enjoy it is that creation surely not you're you're sending it off to the world but are you formulating it yes you're giving name to it you're giving properties to it you're honoring it you're honoring your work you're formulating that work although it's not as beautiful and colorful as painting itself because that is conception it's still form but then you could get into conception within the form you're marketing your your art you're going to the shows you're you're doing the work the nitty-gritty the form of your art you're building form of art and within the art within that project you get to experience other people's arts and you are conceiving a new something for the future not only that but they ask you what's the name of this piece and you hadn't named it before and you tell them it is you know this this and this name you gave it name that's creation you named your creation so you can always get back as you formulate you will be able to have the opportunity to get back and create by naming it by giving a narrative to it you know describing it like you hadn't before seeing it a new perspective that you hadn't and so on. So what we're left is with two things. Form and creation. Creation and form. The creation is the highest because everything flows from it and everything is bound to it. Whatever the marketing strategy is, you still have the art to contend with. The art won't change because that's the conception. So you could you could advertise it all day long and and put it everywhere. But the conception is what will stand. And if that is received, it will be received. And if it's not, it won't. You know, so conception matters. How to conceive something and those moments, that is why they're heightened and special. You know, the writing of the book, the art, the, the idea, the vision. Let's give another example. You're making a meal. You're producing a meal, right? Is shopping for the goods conception? Maybe, maybe not. But at some point, cooking that meal, you're conceiving food. Although the base food you didn't make, the raw chicken you didn't make, but you've conceived it to uh, an entirely new being. It's it's this raw chicken and now it's this um, special dish. And you, you've conceived it to such. Now you could also argue that, no, there's no conception because... There, there was base materials. But you can argue that with anything. There's no conception of a child because there's the being that you encompass that conceives 
allows you to conceive and so on. You could go back and you, it's a it's a rat race. But at some point you have to you have to frame. Again, this is a narrative, so you have to frame the story. You you have to start somewhere. So we're starting at the at making the chicken, making the meal. And the conception is the meal. But now as the meal's being served, you choose to formulate that that approach and you you plate it in such a way and you you garnish it in such a way and maybe you add some salt you're formulating the food you're giving credence to the food and naming it as many uh reality uh cooking shows display that you know performance you know display of the the end product is as important as the product itself you can make a good dish but it's not plated properly and it spoils the the recognition that that you get because you are not formulating the creation that you made so we won't accept that creation if you can't this is important to know because a lot of creative types will will scream no i need creation in everything and just the idea of plating is fake it's it's unreal but the truth in reality is that they don't have the energy to even give five minutes of their time to respect their creation. And so others won't respect their creation. And them thinking that they're respecting their creation by doing only creation is in fact really disregarding their creation by not even tending just a little bit of their time to the betterment of just the display of that creation the same goes with dress and this is important there are those that um will exclaim that dress is unimportant it's you know the style the the look the appearance that's not the human being and they claim to be right and they sound right too the problem is this When they wear their shabby clothes or lack of style and they clearly don't tend to their own appearance, they are recognizing that they are a human being, which they value, but they're like, I know I'm valuable, so I don't need to display it. And doing such, they're not even tending to a couple minutes a day or a week to garnish the the being which they encompass. So when they are claiming that they are truly valuing the human being for itself, by not dressing it properly, in fact, they are disregarding because they are not even giving two seconds, and who doesn't have two seconds to, to just display this properly? And other people will notice that. And people don't respect people as much when they're not dressed in niceness and, and and you know what it's not even in style it's dressing that they took one moment of care it's easy to notice someone who took zero moments to get dressed in the morning and one who took two minutes it's just that clear and if they society says if they can't can't find two minutes to garnish the human being then surely i shouldn't spend two minutes engaging with that human being or my engagement will be shallow it won't be interesting because 
they don't have what it takes to even, they don't have the awareness or the care to even value their own human being. So surely they won't value themselves or me. It's it's just this re reciprocal process. Now, everybody's afraid of the other edge. The other edge is just, you all know those people. You know, they dress the part, but they, they have nothing of vitality or goodness to, to offer. They're just, they're dry and their dress is the most fanciful part of their being. These people understood this too well. They understood that. So they focused on it. They're like, okay, garnish, garnish, garnish. But then they just, they, they didn't conceive. They formulated without, the conception is weaker than the formulation. You know, it's, I don't like going here because it's pretty dark, but, you know, in conception of a human being, right? If the conception is in a cheap way, it's a one night stand, it's, it's in a drunken state of mind. Even if that formulation is great, it's like, yeah, you know, I gave every ounce of strength to this child. They won't necessarily have that expansion that someone created in beauty and intimacy will, will have. So you're dealing with a limited structure when you let go of conception, only focus on formulation. It's like they dressed the part, but they got nothing. So they have to unlearn that or recognize that conception is always greater than formulation. And that is true. Because as much as formulation could do, it, it has a limit bound to the conception of that, right? If you build the building such and such way, you could formulate it and, and restructure it and reconstruct it however you want. You're bound to that original conception. And if it's that terrible, you tear it to the ground. It's just too bad of a conception. And that being the case as well with us. You know, it's recognizing that the conception is more important than the formulation because everything sprouts from the conception. And that romantic notion of intimacy versus child rearing is true and real and makes sense. It shouldn't be the opposite. But that you need formulation in order to finish the job. And that formulation will display how you really cared about the conception. For if you walk into a building that has a great conception but was just designed terribly, it just doesn't, it looks hideous, right away your assumption is okay. So this is not. This conception of a building is, is bad. It's it's just built on the wrong mindset, the wrong ideas. Because if it wasn't, they would have made an effort, a better effort to display it nicely. So a generality, again, don't take this too seriously, but take it enough seriously. You got the general, you got the specific. This is a generality and in creation and formation. Thanks for listening. And if you would like to see the video version of this, check out my channel on YouTube.